Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I was incredibly proud um, to serve over three years as the Minister of Justice. I came to that role with a different world view, um, being a proud Indigenous person. The word Indian um, used in the title of my upcoming book is, is something that I experienced in being treated like an Indian versus a proud Indigenous person. Jody Wilson-Raybould on this program just a few weeks ago as Ms. Wilson-Raybould talked about her upcoming book, which is titled Indian in the Cabinet. It'll be released in October and how she was treated. You just heard that line, how she was treated at the Cabinet table. I asked her about that during the interview. And then over the last couple of days, we've had this unbelievable situation where Carolyn Bennett, who's the Crown Indigenous Affairs Minister, clearly has a unhappy feelings about Ms. Wilson-Raybould, who was the Attorney General and Minister of Justice in the Trudeau government. Um, when Jody Wilson-Raybould called on Trudeau to set aside the election and instead concentrate on his promise of transformational change for First Nations, which he also called for on this program, the minister, Carolyn Bennett, texted pension, Question mark? What a what an absolutely outrageous insult! And uh, Miss Bennett apologized later. Mr. Trudeau was not so in, indignant. Should have fired Carolyn Bennett as minister, or Miss Bennett, you should resign today. Uh, 751 unmarked graves found at the site of a, a former Marival, uh, Marival Residential School in Saskatchewan. Calvin Helene is son of a First Nations hereditary chief in British Columbia. He's the author of some amazing books. I mean, they're just tremendous reads. Dances with Dependencies was the first one I was aware of, and Calvin was on this program, and we had several programs with the guests calling in. It was really actually callers calling in. It was uh, it was amazing. He's a lawyer, also was uh, in the list of BC's top 40 under 40. He joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Calvin was with us last weekend in our panel discussion on issues confronting Canadians. Calvin, I, I know you were expecting the Saskatchewan discovery, not necessarily at that Cowessus First Nation, but somewhere in Canada. And fairly soon after the terrible discovery at Kamloops. But what impression? I almost feel like I shouldn't ask you this, but what impact has this had, does this have on you personally? Well, it, um, it, I, I think like all other Indigenous people in Canada, um, we, you get, used to or inured to these issues being completely ignored. This history exists out, has existed out there for forever, um, but you've had the act of suppression of the church churches and and not uh, and not allowing access to their files and the, and the federal government 
And I think what it, the way it makes me feel is it makes me feel absolutely pissed off at, at uh, the government because the government was uh, the architect of all of these policies, and the churches were their handmaidens. And we see, you know, we've we've, fought, we've learned about two unfortunate examples of uh, of uh, schools where this took place. Um, but when they started building more and more of these residential schools, architects started in, including including um, graveyards in them, cemeteries. So that should have tipped everybody's hand. You know, um, people of that time who were sending their kids to private boarding schools didn't expect them to end up in graves or never see them again. And um, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. You know, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission estimated there were maybe 4,000 graves, but nobody knows. Murray Sinclair suggested there were fifteen to 25,000 such graves. No one really knows, but that wouldn't surprise anybody. So, so Calvin, what now? I mean, you're, you're, you're the son of a um, heritage chief. You're a lawyer. You understand the, the legalities or the, the constitutional um, challenges and expectations. What, hap- what's, what has to happen now? This is the question people are asking. How's this? How's this going? How does this have to be addressed today? Well, I think in your introduction you touched on the first thing. You know, we have a government where its leader turns on the tears um, whenever it suits uh, it suits their standings in the polls, and we see the real views of people in his government with with the comments that were addressed to Jody Wilson-Raybould by uh, the Minister of Indigenous Affairs. Um, you know, it's, it, it's time to do something and, and stop posturing for, for polls. Um, you know, this government was elected, came in and was going to deal with all of the issues in, regarding water for, for First Nations across the country. Yep. And First Nations have sat back, and they're grieving people through their, you know, through a hundred years or so that have disappeared. And you get a government that says it's going to do something, and instead it's sending a half a billion dollars to some UN deal because um, somebody in this government wants wants a position on the UN. You know, Calvin, I was I was talking about the issue of water, clean water, at uh, First Nations communities. This is in 2018. Suddenly, we got a phone call from Chief Bruce Shishif, Shishif of Attawapiskat, and he brought up the issue that two years earlier there had been the suicide crisis among the children at Attawapiskat, and there had been a delegation that had gone to Ottawa and met with Trudeau, I guess. And Mr. Trudeau promised that he would visit Attawapiskat, and he did so in writing. And I have a copy of the letter. In fact, I tweeted at, at the Roy Green Show. I tweeted a link to the letter that was um, sent in 2016. And at the bottom, the bottom line of the letter essentially says, I don't have it sitting, sitting in front right, right now, but it's, I look forward to visiting Attawapiskat soon. That was five years ago. He hasn't found his way there, there yet. No, because... Um you know, maybe it, uh, selfies don't sell well to 
to the um, the electorate that he's continually trying to woo. But if you if you go back, um, there was a a book written by a, a Dr. Peter Henderson Bryce. He was uh, seconded into the head of uh, Indian Affairs Department in 1904, and he was appalled at the treatment that in, Indigenous people were getting in reg- residential schools. Fifty percent of the children were, were uh, up to fifty percent of the children were were dying, and he he as a moral person he was absolutely appalled at at what the government was doing. Um, the the uh, he he was uh, immediately turfed out of the government because they um, didn't want the public to know about what was going on. 1922, he wrote a book called "The Story of a National Crime," and it is a national crime. And um, the only time this ever gets dealt with is when it embarrasses the government, and if it embarrasses the government. Uh, their immediate response is to promise all kinds of stuff and do nothing. Yeah. And uh, we've seen this over and over again. And um, and this is just one of the things that happened during that time. Um, the you know the government of the of the day in uh, uh, in Johnny McDonald's time uh, basically starved the tribes of the prairies uh, in order to clear them for the the railroad and it resulted in about a third of the population dying in a whole bunch of really horrendous circumstances. So the issue, I think, is government bears primary responsibility and has got to actually do something. Yeah, let me, ask you, some... let me ask you just one final question, because, and we're going to talk again, you and I, and our callers. Um, Carolyn Bennett, her pension, question mark, text to Jody Wilson-Raybould, what's your reaction to that? Well, I think like everybody else, um, when you say something like that, it reveals more about who you are than anything about about Jody, and and it it re- reveals about who she is personally and who her government is. You got a government that uh, pretends to be the wokest government around, and they're driving all of the indigenous people out of government. Um, I I and following the uh, the Inuit lady who's leaving government yeah. and um, and it's it's time to um, to actually really do something that's not based on your instant popularity and for the general public and and these politicians promote this idea that you know Canada's back and we have this inflated hubris about who we are as a country and um, there has to be an un, uh, I think you have to re- there has to be some kind of reconciliation of the actual uh, history this, the stuff that's just coming out with um, with uh, our Canadian identities and it, this history has to be taught in school yes. and understand that the, even though we're not responsible for the sins of our father uh, you know they're not the sins of their offspring but People need to understand how this has harmed Indigenous people through the generations, where their their families were were literally destroyed, their culture was destroyed, and they ended up with all of these problems. And right. they've been grieving for a very uh, a very long time. There is so much more that has to be talked about, has to be front and center in our national conversation. 
If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 